This steak might be a little too rare. Today on Podcast Magoria. <laughs> Halloween A to Z. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. My name's Autumn. And I'm James. And today we discuss the R movie for Raw. Yar. And this is definitely an R movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is. Yes, this 2016 cannibalistic French cuisine. <laughs> Mais oui. Um, <laughs> it's a good one. It's mm-hmm. Well, I hate to say that at the top of the episode, but it's an interesting one for sure. Directed by Julia Ducarneau. I just want to jump right in, like um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to preface this or nothing. I'm not comparing it to anything else because it's genuinely going to be hard to do. Yeah. We start with long, boring credits. <laughs> Almost yeah. is starting to sound a little familiar, huh? <laughs> yeah, it did not put me in the mood, especially after the last time. Yeah. I mean, that movie turned out good, so. Yeah, may- sometimes maybe. Maybe you can't judge a movie by its opening credits after all. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes um, opening credits are, are not a bad thing. The silence is broken on the opening credits with the sound of rain, rustling mm-hmm. leaves, yeah, bacon sizzling. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is rustling leaves as uh, we are greeted by a scene of a road and a lady walking down it alone yeah kind of goes uh back and forth uh between like you, you see like and it's a long shot of uh, of the person walking on the side of the road and then it cuts to like i guess the other direction of the road of a car coming and then it cuts back to where the lady was however there's nobody there now um, just as the car comes uh, approaches to the spot that we originally see is when um the person that we saw walking alongside the road jumps out in front of the moving car and the moving car uh, and then the the car crashes into a tree it's a hell of a beginning and we do see the girl though get up and go over to the car yeah title of the movie yeah yeah, yeah. That, i i thought that was really interesting how they how they broke it up like that after this very interesting intro we end up at a restaurant where we are introduced to our young main character justine who is ordering food we're we're automatically introduced to the, the concept that she is a vegetarian mm-hmm. because um while doing the order she's like no 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 meat and the and the person taking the order is like oh you don't want any protein at all and she's like nope i'm a vegetarian Mm-hmm. She sits down at the booth with her parents and is eating the food and then starts to like cough on the food and it's revealed that there was a piece of meat amongst her mashed potatoes. Ew. Yep. Her mom <laughs> uh, gets up very mad and goes and berates the, the person that had taken the order. <laughs> Justine and her parents pull up to a variety of buildings like her parents are kind of telling her what each building is mm-hmm. and uh, when they arrive to the parking lot of all these buildings um, it turns out that uh, Justine's chaperone Alex 
is not there to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, her parents are, um, you kind of figure out amongst all this that her parents are dropping her off for school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like. um, And boy, do they drop her off because her dad's just kind of like, all right, I can't wait along. I I can't wait around all this time. So see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) It. Automatically goes to um, the middle of the night. Justine is asleep in her dorm room. And Which seems to be a theme throughout this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Door comes open and it's her roommate that's just like, hey, you need to start protecting yourself. And she's just like, whoa, hold on. You're, you can't be my roommate. I requested a, a girl. And he was just like, well, I'm gay, so it's the same thing. But anyways... <laughs> Protect yeah. yourself. Get ready. Because you hear all this chaos happening outside the room. In comes a bunch of people wearing, like, hockey mat or uh, wearing ski masks and just start, like, tearing up all of their shit. Yeah, people in the hallway are going wild. Yeah. And it's obviously, like, a hazing thing yeah. as, uh, you know, they're kind of talking about, oh, we're the elders. We're going to show you guys who's boss, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're all just a bunch of Tony Danzas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I ended up kind of putting in here uh, in my notes that basically all the new students are, are um, being herded like cattle. And it, literally, we get an odd scene of them in the basement on all fours, um, all lined up, just crawling yeah. on the floor. Yeah, it looks like a slaughterhouse situation. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, you know... Going into this movie, um, I, I, you know, I like everybody knows it's a cannibal film, mm-hmm. but um, one of the things that I did see about it was basically like when people talk about it, they go, when you go, like, when you see the trailer versus what you see as the movie, it's not quite what you have expected. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, is it going to turn out that, you know, she's going to get mixed up in this big cannibal situation or whatever? And that's what we're seeing the beginnings of. Um, and I guess like technically that is true, but it's not, it's not like a bunch of cannibals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just a few fine young cannibals. Um, as, um, everybody's crawling, yeah. Justine and Adrian actually formally yeah. do introductions yeah, yeah. in this most awkward situation and then party time. Yeah. Yeah. It just is a basement party. Just, like Caligula stuff going on, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, it's full-on youth debauchery. Um, we're talking drugs, boobs, sex, um, you know, all, all the above. Like, it's 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 just, like, anything that you could think of from any, like, hardcore party scene that you've seen. Like, that's what's going on here. And maybe yep. some stuff that you didn't expect. Uh, uh, she runs into her sister, Alex, who was... Oh. Dancing yeah. sexily yeah. with her ass in Justine's face, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Alex kind of, you know, talks to her about uh, their parents and whatnot and gets uh, Justine to follow her into this room with all these strange animals and formaldehyde and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Also, you do see like a real quick weird shot of um there's like a stuffed animal of a lamb Mm -hmm. that's uh that's hanging and i was just like oh is it like i wrote a lamb to the slaughter right again just kind of like because there's a lot of symbolism in this movie there really is and i don't i think that maybe some of it i didn't read into or i because i'm i'm 
if you've learned anything from a lot of these other reviews, like I read into stuff a lot. Right. And um, I notated almost every time that there was something that was out of place that I thought was like symbolism for something. And like, I guess this is kind of like she's the lamb and she's losing her innocence kind of thing. Yeah. And I just um, there was just so many other things that that maybe I, I, I don't know. I'll try well, to get to them as we go. Yeah, as we go, we'll get into them because I, I can see what they were going for with yeah. them. So we'll we'll uh, dissect those as sure. we get to them. Yeah. After they get done with the lab, like they end up going down a dark hall where there's all the pictures of uh, previous class, like you know, generations of class uh, mm-hmm. classes. And uh, they see the photograph of their mom and dad's uh, graduating class. And they go, oh, look at them. Mm-hmm. How cute, yeah. essentially. <laughs> and then they separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Justine is dog tired. She was already asleep uh, before all this hazing, partying yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, she... My note literally says, Justine sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day in class, Justine is witnessing them doing a procedure on a horse. And it's like the full nine yards. They give it ketamine. It's, yeah. it's obviously drugged. Like, this is not an acting horse. And I, I don't know how they did this. I think they just were doing the actual, I think they were at an actual, like, school, school or, or yeah. actual, like, veterinary clinic or whatever. Yeah, and, and it probably should have gave a, uh, a tr- like, a trigger warning and stuff at the top of this uh, episode. And I'll take the advantage of it doing it right now, at the very least, that you're going to see some, like, you're going to see some animal stuff in this yeah. movie. Yeah, And And it's not fake. It's all, like, as far as I can tell, it's all real with, Ye- like, I mean... I, I was going to say with the exception of a couple other things, but no, I think it's all real. I think it's all actual, like, you know, I don't think anybody, any animals are properly harmed. It's mm-hmm. all very professionally done. But if you can't handle seeing, like, a horse get mm-hmm. tranked and then get a, a, a breathing tube shoved down its throat, you might not have an easy time with some of the later stuff. Yeah, for Cause, sure. Because it's, it's, you know, this is a veterinary school, so you're going to end up seeing some some things that maybe you're not used to seeing. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So from 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 that, let's move on. <laughs> uh, after after the the whole horse sedation thing, we have what I I just called the tradition of new blood. Okay, which I think right. is that's good. Uh, yeah, I think that works uh, because it's them taking a picture of the new class. But the trick is is it's not just a normal picture because all the new uh, the new students get covered in i don't know if it's real blood or not i don't know if it's real blood either because i mean it's obviously movie blood but i don't know if for the story it was supposed to be real blood or not yeah yeah because i i was gonna say like the way that justine ends up itching from it that perhaps it was it was real blood giving her a rash but i don't think that's the case i think because we figure out later on potentially what the what the actual rash is from yeah the previous generation students are doing their big like speech about the new the new students the new yeah. blood and how they need to call from this point on to call them elders they end up like you know it's it's it's, it's a pulling rank stuff yeah you know the the rules of uh, of the hazing uh, essentially yeah and they also inform everybody that as part of the initiation they have to eat a piece of raw meat yeah. oh. 
Yeah, Justine has a very large problem with that. Because, right. Because, as mentioned before, her family is vegetarian. Which she informs the guy that's like, all right, we'll eat the eat the rabbit liver. And she goes, no, my sister Alex is, a, is here, and she's a vegetarian. And she calls Alex over. Yeah, and Alex just uh, pretty much reassures her, oh, no, it's okay, you can do it. And she eats a piece herself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, forces Justine to do it. Yeah, yeah. Which Justine definitely gets an upset stummy from that. <laughs> she sure does. Almost right in front of everybody, even. <laughs> mm-hmm. After this, it, it's a lunch scene, and we have one of the uh, other veterinary students talking about the history of sex with monkeys and the formation of AIDS. Yeah. Which very ill informed. Yeah, I was like, okay, um, this is weird. Why do we need this scene? But then James helped me realize that it's kind of a scene to show the moral standing of Justine. Yeah, because she kind of stops the conversation and goes, "Well, wouldn't having sex with a monkey be uh, rape?" Yeah. And goes, it's just not right. It's like it's like doing it to a person because that monkey has to live with it for the rest of their life, well, too. Well, yeah, because uh, monkeys are self-aware. They do recognize themselves in the mirror. Yeah. Um, also, she does debunk the whole uh, sex with monkeys equal a- uh, uh, AIDS because right. uh, it was discovered that it was from eating the meat. Which is yeah. like, so you get like kind of a double dose of, of kind of like subtly introducing these concepts because you have... Um, you of course, her with her high moral standards, mm-hmm. and then also her basically talking about eating leading to corruption. I guess is is you know okay, like tainted yeah. meat and stuff like that, which yeah. is going to be very important here shortly. It also shows how knowledgeable she is, yeah. just about the world around her too. Yeah, that's something that's a theme for a short minute, and then they um, they kind of that. Yeah. That gets kind of thrown out. Yeah, they they have several scenes of her being a genius and then yeah. just kind of meh about it. Well, yeah, um, the very next scene, she's uh, turning in her paper uh, in class to her professor and he looks at it and it's just like, well, you clearly don't know what you're doing or whatever, you know, and, and like gives her a hard time with her paper. Yeah, because she's apparently like renowned or something. Yeah. Like he seems to already know her yeah. work. And um, and just like really just kind of like poo pooing on her, mm-hmm. and uh, you see that she's already like during class like itching her scalp and like kind of itching herself mm-hmm. and stuff. And the itching continues as we see uh, Justine in bed. Uh, it like okay, so this was a scene <laughs> that was hard for me because I have like I don't like the sound of um itching. Of, of itching like mm-hmm. the sound of like fingers on fingernails on skin like really really genuinely bugs me oh. like i am first of all guys i am not an asmr person <laughs> and though there's certain sounds that like gross me out like i, I that's not even like the right word but it, they bug me right and this scene goes on for a fucking age uh, <laughs> the only reason why it bugged me is because I was like, ah, I want to itch like that. Yeah. Ah. yeah. She pulls the blanket off of her and reveals the fact that she's covered in a horrible rash from head to toe. Yeah, for real. And is still scratching the shit out of herself. Then we have a horse on a treadmill. 
Mm-hmm, hmm Which, this is one of the first kind of weird imagery-type things we have. And I figured it was supposed to be her her innocence running away, essentially. Mm. She's trapped in this scenario. Yeah, I, I was thinking that it was maybe it was something along the lines of, you know, the horse is basically doing what it's told mm-hmm. and all that. And so it, it's, it's almost a representation of the conformity of, you know, tradition and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's like, good. <laughs> you know, um, ugh, I feel pompous. But, <laughs> but, you know, it's just something, like, it was just such an interesting shot that takes, yeah. a, takes its time, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it stays on this for a moment. Uh, luckily, Justine, she might not have the sense to not scratch the shit out of herself, but she does have the <laughs> sense to go to what I'm assuming was the school nurse. Yeah, I obviously think she's a school nurse because she looks at Justine, peels the skin off yeah. of her belly, and goes, oh, it looks like food poisoning to me. Yeah, yeah, it's some sort of reaction to something you ate, yeah. which then Justine ends up confessing that, oh, yeah, I ate raw rabbit liver. And she's just like why yeah why and she goes oh well it's a thing for school and she's like well did they make you do it she goes oh no you know i could have not done i it. mean her sister kind of shoved it in her mouth yeah though. she could have spit it out though you're okay fair enough fair um, enough <laughs> and that's something that um i'm gonna try to remember for later on but there's another there's another moment that later on happens that Someone asks Justine if she was made to do something. Mm. And so I feel like it was a callback to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the the doctor, uh, the nurse ends up giving her a uh, like a salve to mm-hmm. rub on herself three times a day and it should clear up. She also tells her to keep to herself yeah. about her problems as well. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> now, I thought that uh, you might have appreciated, uh, I did, and I'm sure other audience members might appreciate the fact that... I did. <laughs> yes, the doctor, or the nurse ends up telling about how she had a patient one time that she helped that wasn't getting proper treatment by other doctors because... Uh, they were all only concerned about her losing weight. Yeah. And it was just like, That's how so fucking true. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you got to look at the rash, not at the freaking, you know, whether or not they need to lose a couple of pounds. Right. <laughs> As she makes her way from the nurse's office, she stopped in the hallway by uh, one of the elders because she isn't wearing the proper attire for the day. This elder gives her a uniform, which is a diaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. It's a, it's an odd scene too to yeah. kind of shove in there. Yeah, it ends up leading to Justine being over at Alex's place, and um, Alex is just kind of like you, you have this sense of her seeing Justine as a burden. Yeah, yeah. Where she's just like, why can't you just do what you need to do and shut the fuck up, basically? Mm-hmm. And 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 Justine's just like, well, you know, you made me eat the re- like you could have stopped them, you know, from making me eat the liver and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, you know, why do you have to be such a baby? Here, here's some clothes that you can wear for like the parties and stuff. Since you don't know how to dress yourself, <laughs> and she's just like. And, and you can go ahead and, you know, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After Justine is um, pretty much booted from Alex's place, she ends up finding the stack of mattresses that all the new students had uh, lost 
<laughs> from the elders uh, and decides to take matters into her own hands and drag her mattress back to her dorm room so she can get hopefully a full night's sleep. Unfortunately, mm. <laughs> um, she goes to her dorm room to get the help of, uh, of her roommate. But when she opens up the door, her roommate is uh, receiving a blowy. He's got another job going on. Yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so no help from the roommate. <laughs> I can't believe they kept sticking in scenes like this, though, because at the party, uh, Justine had was going to walk up to Adrian and then she sees him uh, all of a sudden start kissing on a dude. And then mm. they had this. And it, it's obvious Justine has a little crush on him. Yeah. It's just a weird dynamic, I think. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and just not right. Yeah. He obviously likes dudes. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it's really just kind of planting the seeds for future conflict. But also, like, I, I guess maybe she, Justine, just hasn't been exposed to, yeah. you know, doesn't understand that it's it's not like a life choice. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, oh, I prefer crunchy peanut butter. You know, it's it's. Well, she's also like super socially awkward, too. Maybe yeah. she just doesn't actually get the hint that yeah. uh, he's not also into girls, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, at they're least dy- not at this moment. <laughs> yeah, their <laughs> dynamic is very strange, um, and how she reacts to everything is very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, Next day at lunch, yeah, we get another awkward scene of Justine. Yeah, um, her and Adrian are talking in the line. She grabs from the middle of a pile of like what looks like Salisbury steaks, uh, a, one of them, and shoves it in her pocket. Yeah, and she's caught. But also, I'm like, okay, you didn't think anybody would question your gravy pocket because it's sopping, like, yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adrian was just like, why did you do that? Why, why did like if you if you need money for food or whatever, like I could help you out and stuff. And she's just like, it's not really that about that. Yeah, at this point, she's I think she's embarrassed about eating meat. Yeah, yeah. Even though she's got a hunger for the meat. Yeah. Because as far as she told everybody, she was a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. Well, she made a big deal out of it. Yeah. Adrian decides to take uh, Justine out on a little road trip, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because they end up on a a bus to go somewhere. And uh, along the way... We end up seeing the the wreck, like the scene, the aftermath. Uh, yeah, the aftermath of the uh, of the car wreck from the beginning of the movie. Ooh, nice, a callback. Hmm. We also see that the body's face is just like beyond mutilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it seems to be that maybe uh, the face got uh, tore up pretty nasty during that mm-hmm. wreck. They make a pit stop along the way on this bus ride, and Justine is just like being ravenous on the sandwich that she gets from the bus stop and we get a um i mean this movie's just full of these weird little overtly sexual scenes yeah yeah because what <laughs> well what is adrian is shit talking uh ultimately like the truck drivers and stuff and going oh do you think that they they shoot up like other people's blood to keep their their you know to stay awake and all this like you know all mm-hmm. this like crazy truck driver uh theory stuff like right and and the guy hears them and comes over and starts like 
rubbing on them and shit. Yeah. And and talking about, oh, yeah, I've got a pig up in my truck because uh, I like to, tra- you know, I like to inject its blood so I can stay awake for long drives. And, uh, <laughs> and Adrian's just like, oh, you really got a pig up on that truck? And, uh, and he's like, yeah, you want to come see it? And he's just like, I, I honestly thought for a second, I was like, is Adrian going to go onto the truck with this guy? Yeah. Like, is that what's about to happen? And I mean, the guys kind of seemed a little bit into Justine, too. So yeah. I was like, Ugh, are we weird. fixing to see yeah. a weird threesome or yeah. something? But no, like, um, as he's talking, she's still devouring the sandwich like a mad woman. Yeah. And, I mean, this scene doesn't really go nowhere. It's just to show that Justine's starting to get more of a lust for meat, I yeah. think. Yeah, for sure. Morning time, back at the dorm, Adrian comes into the kitchen and sees Justine, like, pulling out a bunch of food out of the fridge. And he's like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm hungry for breakfast. And he's like, are you going to be doing a barbecue? She's got all this, like, raw meat. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up walking off, and we end up seeing... Justine eating a raw chicken uh, breast. That's how you get salmonella, kids. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I hope she enjoys her upset stomach. <laughs> a little later on, um, she's meeting up with that dickhead teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's accusing her of cheating. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, she had helped Adrian out with some homework or something, mm-hmm. and it was just way too similar to hers. Yeah. Something along those lines happened to where eventually Justine does say that it was all Adrian. Yeah, yeah. Which then, like, the whole time during the scene, you see her, she's, like, chewing on her hair out of nerves. Yeah. Uh, And then after calling out Adrian, she goes to the bathroom and starts throwing up her hair. And it's a lot of hair. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I told James I was... I told James that this is what my grandma probably wanted me to think would happen if I had been chewing on my hair as a kid. Because <laughs> she always tried to tell me scary stories like that. Right? This well, is exactly how I imagine it. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it's true since we see it in this movie. <laughs> when she gets done throwing up her hair and she's uh, standing there at the mirror just kind of freshening up, another student comes along and goes, oh, you have to use uh, two fingers in your throat. It makes it much easier. Uh, yeah, there's some sort of eating disorder allegory in this movie because yes, they they keep jumping back and forth between her possibly being bulimic or anorexic because mm-hmm. a lot of people comment on her body. Yeah, Justine goes to find Alex uh, to talk to her and uh, and find her. She does. <laughs> she finds her shoulder deep in a cow. <laughs> oh, we all know what's going on there. Woo. Yeah, she ends up, uh, you know, just telling her that uh, that she needs to talk to her and stuff. And she's just like, all right, well, when I get done with this, <laughs> they end up just kind of palling. We actually have, like, this is one of the few moments in the movie where they kind of have, like, sister time. Yeah, where they're palling around, having a couple of drinks. Yeah. What's mostly on Justine's mind, though, is, am I weird? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Alex is like, no, we're all weird. And then she proceeds to try to show Justine how to pee standing up. And yeah. it it doesn't go very well. No, no. Justine ends up just kind of peeing all over herself. This also leads Justine to ask Alex if uh, she wouldn't mind her spending the night. While she's at Alex's, though, some odd stuff happens. She notices that Alex is using the same 
topical cream as her. Yeah. So she too has experienced a rash like Justine. Yeah. And the second weird thing about this stay is that um, she gives her a Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, or at the very least uh, starts to. Yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. Which like also kind of a gruesome scene, not for like what's about to happen though, mm-hmm. but like you get genuinely like a close up of of them pulling the yeah, wax. Of, yeah, of them pulling the wax. And, <laughs> and it gets stuck, which for some reason, Alex's first thought to fix this situation is grabbing a pair of really sharp scissors mm-hmm. and going to try to cut uh, Justine, which she's fighting because she she doesn't want a pair of scissors anywhere near her downstairs. Yeah. And they end up accidentally cutting off uh, Alex's finger. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. It is... Very gross. (laughs) Yeah. Alex ends up passing out, of course, uh, from the shock. And uh, Justine calls um, for an ambulance, which they're like, oh, it'll be about 15 minutes. Go ahead and put it on ice. You think for a second that the dog is going to eat the finger. Oh, no. You would be wrong. Yeah. Because after... A long period of Justine kind of huffing and puffing and looking about the kitchen. She gets the idea to do a little suckle on the finger. Yeah, yeah. Do a little nibble on the finger. That's right, yeah. And then the finger's gone because she's eating it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex ends up waking up towards the end of her consuming the finger as well. Ooh. At the hospital, we have a very weird scene. I feel like we're saying this a lot, but it happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a very weird scene of uh, Justine looking at this other guy that's in the, like, the hospital lobby. And he ends up making, like, this, like, crazy face at her. And, and, like, the lighting goes weird, too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. almost like he's supposed to be something like the, like like there's supposed to be more to it than Yeah, I'm not necessarily sure what kind of uh message we were supposed to get from this scene, but shortly after these odd looks from this man, Alex is wheeled out and her parents question why they didn't just sew her finger back on and she lets them know, "Oh, well, the dog got it." Yeah. Yeah. While looking knowingly at Justine. Yeah. Uh, I I think Alex definitely knows what's up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. uh, Justine uh, then excuses herself to go to the bathroom. However, what she really does is go outside uh, to throw up, which I thought that maybe she was trying to like throw up the finger, Mm -hmm. um, which I mean, wouldn't have helped anyway. Right. But But I think it was just like. Her needing to throw up. Yeah. Like, she just needed to, like, get it out of her. Well, I think that uh, it was a little bit of relief since it all got blamed on the dog. Yeah. Which, uh, this isn't good, though, because um, when Justine meets up with her dad, he lets it out that they're going to put the dog down. Yeah, because it has the taste of human flesh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. That's right. <laughs> the next day, Justine is seen uh, escorting Alex out. And once they're in the parking lot, Alex gets up and discards the wheelchair and takes Justine over to a very familiar looking road. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're both crouched down uh, on the side of the road in the ditch. You know, and, and Justine's trying to like talk to Alex, but Alex is like almost in a trance, like not you know really talking to her and stuff mm-hmm. car goes by and uh and Al- alex kind of looks like she's gonna like 
lunge out but doesn't. And then a second car starts to come, and that's when she jumps out in front of the car, uh, just like we see in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, uh, Justine freaks out. Mm -hmm. Alex goes to the other side of the car and just starts munching down on this dude. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No warning. Yeah, and, and Justine's just like, what the hell are you doing? She's just like, you have to learn the ways. I did this for you. Yeah. And... Justine, she's she's not going to have a part of this. She walks off. She storms off. Yeah, yeah. As she's walking along the side of the road, she ends up removing her sweater. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't really know why she did this besides yeah. that there might be evidence on the sweater. Yeah, which, which I mean, upon repl- uh, reflection of it, I don't think she ever actually touches the no. guy in the, in the car. So, there, like, I really, there wasn't any call for it other than her for just to be you know throwing a bit of a fit plus like if it was for evidence then she would have all of her stuff all over it too right so yeah (laughs) back in class justine helps adrian like you know get his his like smock on and stuff and she ends up uh, like kind of like staring intensely at the back of his neck um, as if she's about to lunge and bite him. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, she just kind of like snaps out of it, kind of, because then they start doing autopsies on dogs. Yeah, and hmm, this is the first time they're really cutting up something, and she seems to cut up this dog super easily compared yeah. to everybody else. Yeah, Adrian is almost watching on in in horror as she's just like. Staring intently into this dog. Yeah, yeah. And also just kind of having idle conversation as if none of this is a big deal. Yeah. And and he's just like, because, I mean, up to this point, she's been that awkward young girl. Mm -hmm. And suddenly now she's cool with chopping open a dog. (laughs) And again, this is another one of those, like, I'm fairly certain that these were real dog corpses that they were cutting open. They probably were. We get more initiation chanting. Yeah. Alex and Justine make eyes at each other since they know each other's secret. Mm-hmm. After the you know the initiation and the staring down of Alec, Justine ends up watching Adrian play soccer. And yet again, she's doing more staring. Yeah, but such intense staring that she ends up gaining a nosebleed. <laughs> oh, is that what happened in anime? That's right. <laughs> They're yeah. staring so intently, they get yeah. a nosebleed. Okay, okay. <laughs> After that, however, we get another one of those like weird scenes. And this one, I'm not really sure what it represents because it's it's just, you just see, you know, like a sheet over a body. Mm-hmm. And then like the sheet gets pulled off by an invisible force revealing the dog. Yeah. I mean, what I read into it was that everything's laid out on the slab now. Hmm. All of it spilled. I mean, but has it been spilled, though? It hasn't really been spilled. I mean, we know that Alex is also a cannibal now. Yeah. So there's something that Justine still needs to explore herself, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think this one was, like, maybe, like, a little harder to... Harder to... I'll accept that. Plus, I mean, it's the family dog, right? That's up on the slab. I couldn't tell if it was the family dog or if it was just the dog that she was doing the autopsy on. I think it might be the 
all these dogs look like dogs to me. Uh, they not, are all yeah, dogs. Yeah, they're all very like, because I was confused like a couple of times as to what dog was what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of dogs in this movie. There are a lot of dogs <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> uh, after that artsy fartsy scene, <laughs> uh, Justine. We get a music video yeah, after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justine's like listening to uh, a pretty good bop uh, that's sung by like um, like a French Vogon or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty graphic song, but. It really is a bop. I yeah. was like, dang, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to find out what song this is. For real. <laughs> uh, while she's listening to this song, she's staring at herself in the mirror and then, like, starts making out with the mirror. Yeah, you kind of see this weird character change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, like there's this other side to her that's coming out. Yeah. She's kind of snapped out of this spell, though, by, I guess, hearing Alex out outside um, she's playing video games with Adrian. Mm-hmm. Adrian goes off and she's just telling Alex, hey, you better back off. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex is like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's gay. Yeah. So <laughs> we can we can be friends. And, and it's just kind of like this, you know, weird moment. And then and then also, um, you know, she brings up Alex ends up bringing up, you know, again, talking about eating flesh as well. Yeah, um, she mentions that Justine's looking pretty thin. Yeah. She's not anorexic. And then she asks her, like, really, just the finger? There was nothing else that looked good on the menu? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, And uh, I think she also says that she basically kind of did the same thing where she tried to hold out as long as she could. Yeah. But it just doesn't work. Yeah, she's kind of given a little bit of her origin. Yeah. This her- is another... Okay, so I think that that what what this is just representation of uh, of the ravenous side of Justine taking over. Is that what's happening here? Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was actually like her like a representation of something that was happening to happening to her psyche or if it was actually happening in real life yeah. because um she wakes up and she goes down and sees that they're having this little weird party. Yeah. So I didn't know if it was more of the hazing stuff or what. Yeah, yeah, because, like, and what we mean, guys, is the fact that, like, when she wakes up, she's underneath her sheets, she's shivering and whatnot, like, she's got, like, you know, meat fever. Yeah, she's but, tossing and turning and sweaty. But you also hear, um, like, it, it sounds like someone's got a sock full of quarters and they're mm-hmm. beating her while she's in bed. And then it sounds like multiple people yeah, are yeah. doing it. Well, yeah, and, and like the sheets are shaking around and stuff. Like you see the shadow of like multiple people, but when she finally pokes her head out from underneath the sheet, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm like is it just like is it the madness taking her? Yeah. Yeah, so then she goes down to the the party that's going on and it's like a paint sex party. Yeah, yeah. She gets locked in the bathroom with this guy after she's splashed with paint. And he starts just, like, touching up on her. And yeah. she's not really into it. But she ends up giving in because, I guess, the meat hunger is too powerful. Sure. Because uh, she bites his freaking lip off. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. deserved it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he comes running out of the bathroom screaming with, like, a big chunk of his lip missing. <laughs> Of course, Adrian was at this party, too, and sees this happen. Mm -hmm. Um, After Justine takes a shower and coughs that little piece of skin back up and Mm -hmm. 
regurgitates it, like eats it again. Yeah. Um, she goes to lay in bed with Adrian and he kind of asks her, oh, I didn't know if you were like into S&M or something right. after that scenario. Yeah, they have um, they have this like little moment of uh, of will they won't. Yeah, they? will they won't they and, and kind of like and they even say like basically like, you know, are, are you into me? Are you not into me? And, and it's just like, no. And, and, and so Justine gets up and walks out of the room. We see Adrian start to uh, to jacket. <laughs> uh, yes, and, that's the best way to put it, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Justine comes back in, and they start to have like passionate young people sex. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, because they, stuff. yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's a long sex scene. Yeah. I always think sex scenes are a little unnecessary. Sure. This one just went on for way too long, so yeah. that's why it felt very just uh Yeah. But as they're doing it though, uh she she's getting more and more wild. Yeah. Um and she starts to kind of bite on Adrian and mm. he's like, You gotta stop that. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. not into that. And she she can't handle the meat hunger anymore, so she ends up biting herself like yeah. very hard. Yeah, she bleeds. <laughs> so after some smoking after that, we go back to class, and it turns out that Alex is te- texting both uh, Justine and Adrian, and yeah. Justine's pretty mad about this. Yeah, she's very territorial uh, as far as, um, you know, when it comes to Adrian, which I mean, she already had begun to be like that from the get go. Yeah. But this comes to a head. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't really matter to Adrian because I mean, they end up arguing and he's like, you know, I didn't hide away for 20 years to finally, uh, have sex with women or yeah, something right. along those well, lines. Well, yeah, yeah. It was basically just like, I know who I am and what I am. And, you know, basically, how dare you? Yeah, try you know, to change me. Yeah. And 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 just like, you know, and, and so he storms out of the class. And, and you know, uh, of course, like, I would hope that Justine feels at least a little bad about it. Well, I, I don't know how bad she feels. Well, maybe she did this. Because she felt bad, but yeah. she she's at a party getting mm-hmm. wasted. Yeah, yeah. Like so wasted that she wants a glass of vodka. Yeah. Um. Let's not gloss over the fact that uh, how we're introduced to this uh this party of debauchery. Oh my is gosh! Of a person <laughs> licking another person's eyeball. <laughs> yeah. That's some imagery for you yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all while Justine is watching on, you know hungrily um but yeah she yeah she yeah just oh she drinks that glass of vodka like a full it's it's a big glass that's the scene that made me queasy out of this whole damn film was her drinking the glass of vodka i was Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah she's going through the party kind of looking at people it's obvious that she's almost like looking for her next victim Mm -hmm. Uh, she ends up uh, meeting up with Alex there. And Alex, of course, is completely trashed, too. And um, pulls uh, Justine out uh, into what initially looks like it might be a bathroom. However... Yeah, and then Justine's kind of wallowing around on a uh, silver table. And I was like, huh, 
This bathroom kind of looks like a morgue. Yeah. She gets up from the silver table and starts to walk uh, off camera. And just for a split second, you see right on the edge of the frame, um, somebody that's on a slab you know, yeah. in one of those like the like the body cabinets yeah alex pulling out the body yeah yeah then it goes to uh justine uh waking up in the morning uh waking up and you know downing an entire bottle of water yeah she gets over this hangover very quickly for how much she drank Ugh, young people i'm telling you yeah yeah more power to them i guess uh yeah. But yeah, she she gets over it quickly to attend class, and everybody's kind of being standoffish. Like the girl that she sits next to moves over. Yeah. It, what is she smelly? Or yeah, something? yeah. Justine like smells herself. Be like, oh, do I smell like you know sin? Yeah. But no, Adrian actually uh, shows her why people are acting a little strange, and I too would probably keep my distance from her after seeing this kind of footage yeah it's flat out bananas because like it's it's cell phone footage of the party uh the night prior and like a person you see a person go come towards the camera and go oh my god like don't don't go in there she's too fucked up and uh finally the camera goes into it's the morgue and you see um pretty much it's um alex playing keep away with the hand of of the of the dead body as as Justine is writhing around mm-hmm. like a ravenous animal. Yeah, trying to bite at the body yeah. as uh Alex pushes it towards her and stuff and like that. And pulls it away. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming that Justine actually took a bite and yeah. that's what's freaking everybody out. <laughs> I mean, even if she hadn't, this is already like yeah, kind, kind of, of terrifying. <laughs> She's already the weird, awkward girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she, she gets pissed off at Adrian because she's just like, "You were there and you didn't help me, didn't stop me," you know. And he's just kind of like, "Well, fuck you," you know. And she storms out of the room. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, her main goal now is to go and fight her sister. Yeah, which uh, the, we get a cannibal fight. Cannibal fight. <laughs> yeah, we do. If you ever wanted to see how cannibals fight, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I put it, it's it's not so much fighting as it is aggressive snacking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As they tussle about, um, Alex bites Justine. Then she bites her again, and Justine finally gets her uh, teeth sunk into Alex, and yeah. they're just kind of, like, at a standstill, like, gnawing on each other. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very, like, if you've ever seen, you know, two dogs fight. Yeah. Like, it's like that. Where very they just kinda reminiscent. Like, yeah, they get kind of like in that, like, that death lock. Yeah. Meanwhile, the whole school is watching. Yeah. So now they both look like weirdos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they end up going back to the dorm together, and Alex starts patching up uh, Justine. Aww. Yeah, you know, they came to a mutual respect. That's good. That's good. After taking a chunk out of each other. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) The next day, Justine finds herself in Adrian's bed. Yeah. And he he's laying there asleep and Justine kind of touches him and realizes, Oh, he 
he's not alive and pulls the covers back and mm-hmm. he has been halfway eaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, the majority of the flesh is missing from his thigh. Which he did have some pretty meaty looking thighs. Oh, yeah, thighs, they're, they're so. delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I dare you to watch this movie and not be at least a little hungry. <laughs> right. <laughs> that might be revealing something about us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it it's absolutely you know just like we've we've hit the climax of the movie basically where mm-hmm. it's just like all all of everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Um, while all this is happening though, uh, we get we keep getting these shots of it's the morning after the party and stuff, and mm-hmm. we keep seeing like all the students end up gathering like in the commons area outside like all looking bewildered and yeah. shit. And I don't know what what the hell that was about. And they're uh they keep focusing on this one particular student yeah. too. And uh yeah, they never really show what they're looking at or no. why. Yeah, because they are looking at something. Yeah, they're all looking up at like the building. I don't know if maybe a sign had been put up by Alex or something. Yeah. Maybe they all had saw they may have all had seen the the the, the, the mutila- yeah the mutilation hmm. of um of uh, Adrian maybe um yeah it's kind of, it's it's kind of heartbreaking for Justine because she's banging on his you know his dead body screaming at him going why didn't you why didn't you stop me why didn't you beat on me and stuff mm-hmm. it's another um so the theme and that I had er- earlier had mentioned uh, a little bit which is Every time that something happens, she's always faced with the question of, well, did they make you? Mm-hmm. And even now, even though she was in the throes of all this stuff, she's still not taking responsibility for ultimately her her actions. Well, well I had figured, though, that it was actually Alex that had eaten him oh. since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're about to get to that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, um, she does end up discovering that there is a puncture hole on the back of Adrian mm-hmm. and finds the um, uh, the ski um, the ski stick that's from the beginning of the movie that he was trying to have her use to defend herself from the hazing uh-huh. um, is now the murder weapon. She walks into the kitchen to find um, Alex sitting on the floor holding on to a PlayStation controller uh, in a complete, like, fugue state. Yeah. She had the meats, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because she's, like, her mouth is covered in blood. So she yeah. she's the one that definitely, you know, killed and ate um, Adrian. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because, like, um, I don't, yeah, Justine didn't have any blood on her mouth at all. Yeah, I don't think she did. I mean, she was just bloody from laying in bed with yeah. somebody who was bloody. Yeah. But all it seems good because she's cleaning Alex up, making yeah. sure that she gets all the blood off of her. Yeah. And uh, our final part of the movie is uh, Justine visiting Alex in jail. Yeah, yeah. So this is why I think that um, that maybe perhaps the students had witnessed, mm-hmm. you know, Alex doing it. Uh huh. Um, and that's why they're all just kind of like shook up. Yeah, and that's how uh, Justine ended up not going to jail as yeah. well. Yeah, because... because they saw her doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, all of them had seen the fight the previous day too, yeah. and saw Alex bite first. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's definitely like, I don't know, like, there's enough evidence against Alex to for her to take the fall. Mm-hmm. They silently commiserate mm-hmm. during this visit. Yeah. And then um, we see Justine is at home with her parents now. I guess this whole situation, she probably had a pretty good mental break and had to go back home. <laughs> I Well, I mean, Jesus, even if she didn't have a mental break, um, like, could you imagine trying to continue taking classes right with a you know your cannibal sister in prison right and everybody <laughs> basically saw you air your laundry <laughs> i also feel like the parents would have heard this whole story and been like cuz they they seem really controlling yeah so they would have probably been like yeah you have to come home oh yeah i think that they definitely forced her to stay home yeah because you you definitely get uh more of the mom being controlling about mm-hmm. what justine is eating yeah but as the mom walks out we kind of learn why this is a thing mhm yeah which i didn't notice in the beginning of the movie uh that the dad has a scar on his upper lip mhm and so he starts to talk about how Justine doesn't need to beat herself up because it's not her fault. And then, you know, and Justine's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, Alex, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, it's not even necessarily Alex's fault. Yeah. Um, and then he starts talking about how him and the mother met and how he remembers their first kiss and, like, kind of rubs his lip. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like... I didn't understand at first, but eventually we found a substitution for uh, for her uh, that worked. Yeah. And as he's saying this, he starts to unbutton his shirt and he pulls it open to reveal that his torso is covered in scars with some wounds, obviously fresh. Um, I guess what the um, the solution that they came up with is since he's so in love with her he lets her eat pieces of him. Yeah. And <laughs> and and that's that. That's the end. Family of cannibals. Well, at least the the women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, it seems like he's probably not so into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um jumping into our verdict. Hold on, what do you think? I loved it. I yeah. already figured I was going to love it, yeah. but I I definitely do agree that the trailer doesn't quite do the story the justice that um, it deserves. Yeah, you know, uh, for this being a uh, a focus uh, features film, kind of feels more like an A twenty four. Oh yeah, it definitely has that vibe. Yeah, um, you know, other than the fact that it feels like it's a A twenty four film and stuff, um, it it is genuinely like it's a it's a good film to watch. Now, yeah. something we also didn't mention uh, about this movie is the fact that it's in French, so you gotta read them subtitles, kids. Yeah, but I think you stay engaged enough. Yeah. That uh, the subtitles don't really matter. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, shoot, like. We were watching it and taking notes mm-hmm. while reading subtitles. Yeah. Like, and sometimes that's not an easy task because, like, some of the other movies that we've watched now that were in a different language, maybe French or Japanese or Korean or whatever, like, there, there usually will come a time where we have to pause it mm-hmm. to kind of catch up or reread the, you know, the subtitles and stuff. And this movie, 
it's definitely more visual than I think it is dialogue. Yeah. You know, dialogue's important for sure because, like, you do get, like, all these subtle hints about stuff, you know. But for the most part, if you can just kind of get your eyeballs on the screen, I think you can kind of, you could definitely enjoy the film. Right, right. But, you know, overall, I just, uh, you know, the, the effects are really good. The imagery, the... Yeah. uh the cinematography, yeah, everything. Yeah, it's I th- beautiful. I think the script is even really well written mm-hmm. too. Um, you definitely get that really um, harsh dynamic between the sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a couple of lovey-dovey scenes, but I, I definitely see the two sides of evil. Yeah, as you could be as a cannibal, I guess. Sure. <laughs> also, soundtrack. Soundtrack's really good. Like I think that like over like I think it's a well-rounded film. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so, with this very positive uh, mm-hmm. ending to the episode, <laughs> if you decide that you would like to watch this movie, it is currently available on Netflix. Whoa! Hey, there's a different one. Yeah. I definitely think that you should check it out. Mm-hmm. There's not too many cannibal films out there, so not too many good ones. Not too many good ones. That brings to the end another episode of Podcast Magoria Halloween A to Z. Up next is our S movie. Ooh, what's S? Slaughter High. Oh, are we getting another horror high situation? Maybe. Yep, we're going back to the 80s. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to compare those two movies since they have similar titles. That's right. And goofy covers. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that next time. Okay, okay. Until next time, of course, if you find yourself with a hunger that standard things maybe don't quite fill, be sure that when you start to nibble on some exotic meats... That you do a very important thing. That you stay spooky. Ooh. Bye. Bye. This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for behind-the-scenes information about future episodes and as well as other spooky things that we may be featuring in other Podcast Memorial Productions. And as always, stay spooky.